Fighting for the Underdog, the podcast that follows the tales of compassion and bravery of animal rights activists all over the world. My name is Hannah Grant, and I'm the Administrative Assistant and Social Outreach Director at the Animal Law Firm. I will be taking over as a guest host for our lead attorney and founder, Christina Bergson, in order to create more content for our lovely viewers. As I interviewed these amazing people, I was truly inspired by the common theme of hope that they give to underdogs everywhere. They taught me that sometimes the greatest power an underdog possesses is never giving up hope. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Today, we have Natalie Vale, owner and artist behind Pet Picasso Designs. Pet Picasso specializes in realistic hand-painted pet portraits. I'm very excited to have Natalie on as a guest today to talk about the amazing work she does. So thanks for being our guest today, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be a guest on this pod. Of course. Well, we can just dive right in then. Can you tell us about your background in art? Yeah. So ever since I was a little kid, I've always had a passion for art. Um, Art class was my favorite in school. And I took numerous art classes from like elementary school all the way until I was in high school. Um, I'll never forget the first time my family and I realized that I had a God-given talent in drawing. And it was back in eighth grade when I was in an art class and I had to draw a realistic photo of me and my sister together. And then um, I guess it turned out pretty good because it was showcased in front of the entire school. So that's kind of how I found like my true passion for art. Wow, that's amazing. And I know, I, I think that like school is one of the first places where you can kind of discover that passion. So that's awesome. Oh Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, great. Well, what inspired you to start Pet Picasso and when did you start? Yeah, so this was, okay, well, back before COVID, like the year before COVID, which was 2019, um, I was going through a little bit of a rough patch, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> and so my like therapy is basically art. So I decided to like dive back into it. Um, it was always a hobby of mine. And so um, one day I decided to paint a pet portrait of my dog, Lacey, and she was kind of my inspiration behind everything because she's so cute. And I was like, why not? I'm just going to paint a pet portrait of her. And um, I honestly had never painted a realistic pet portrait before. I've always just drawn and sketched out stuff. So it was all new to me. Um, And I noticed that in our home, we had extra acrylic paint left over and like a big canvas and some paint brushes. So I was like, okay, well, let me try this out just for fun and see how it turns out. And um, I ended up painting a portrait of my dog and it actually turned out really good. And I was very surprised with myself. And so was my family. So um, that was really cool. And then let's see, fast forward to February of 2020. Um, I wanted to paint a pet portrait of my best friend's dog for her birthday as a gift. And um, so then I did that and my parents realized that's kind of what I should do for like a, maybe a side job or like some extra income is to paint pet portraits for people um, because they just loved it so much and it brought joy to me and it brought joy to my best friend and um, that's kind of how the inspiration behind it all started. And um, a month later, COVID hit, which was in March, and everything started to shut down. I ended up quitting my full-time job as a dental assistant, and um, I 
decided to start up my business. Um, I took pictures of my dog's portrait and my best friend's um, portrait of her dog. And um, that's kind of how I was able to market um, my paintings on social media. So I wanted to make up social media pages and started and I ended up getting people from local like in Rock Hill from where I live people started reaching out and they wanted paintings and that's kind of how it all started which is crazy (laughs) wow that's great and I know since then obviously you've blown up because that's how I found you on TikTok so um, yeah clearly your social media is doing great um so that's amazing yeah thank you yeah so cool okay great well I'm curious is painting your favorite medium to work in Yes, now it is. It used to be um, drawing drawing with like charcoal pencils and stuff. Um, but now painting is my ultimate favorite. And I love acrylic paint just because it's easy to work with. And I'm able to use a lot of layers and add a lot of details. And I just love colors. Um, I'm just a very like colorful, vibrant person. And um, I think it, it's definitely my favorite for sure. Okay, awesome. And do you now paint portraits for people across the U.S.? Where where all do you serve? Yeah, so I now I ship my paintings all around the world. At first, it was just the United States, but now I've reached um, Australia. I've shipped one over there. I've shipped my paintings to Europe and Canada, so kind of all over the place now, which is really awesome. Okay, great. So how much is a typical pet portrait? So my, I have different sizes and it ranges depending on the size of the pet portrait. Um, my smallest size is a nine by 12 inch canvas and it starts at 350. And I say start because I, you know, people can choose from like their name or pet's name wanting to be added to the pet portrait, which is like some, it's like an extra $10. Um, and then I have an option where you can, use a varnish to like seal your painting it protects your painting for life so I um, give the option of like a gloss or matte varnish and so that's a little bit extra but um, it all starts at 350 and I also have a more affordable pet portrait they're called peaking portraits and it literally looks like the pet is peeking up from the bottom of the canvas which is really cute and it shows like half of its face And that's why it's a little bit um, more affordable. So I gave that option as well. Okay, great. Yeah. And I I know some people get picky about pricing, but I mean, the amount of time and detail that goes into these, I've seen them, um, is totally worth it. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, on that note, how many portraits do you make in a year now? Well, okay. So at first, whenever I started, I would um, finish painting so quickly because I back then is when I didn't add as much detail and didn't make them as realistic as they are now. So um, back then I could finish probably around 100 a year. Um, Now it's going down a little bit just because I do add a lot of detail and it takes me a little bit longer than usual um, or in the past. So on average, maybe around 60. And um, this year I've been working on a lot of other stuff. So um, it's it hasn't been as many this year as it was like last year. So it just depends. Absolutely. And obviously I'm sure you're learning new things along with the process that allows you to put more detail into it. Yes. Yes. 
Well, I know you started with dogs. Do you only paint dogs or what other types of pets do you paint? So I paint all pets. I paint um, all dogs, cats, horses. Um, I've painted, let's see, um, potbelly pigs before. I've painted a gecko and just all sorts of stuff. So I can paint any animal that anyone um, has. And I'm actually about to paint um, a guinea pig portrait. So that will be cool to finally do that for the first time. So oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of animals. So that's so <laughs> I know. I know, it's been fun. <laughs> okay, well, obviously you talked about how you started this business all on your own and during COVID, which I didn't know. So props for that. So Thanks. how hard was it to start your own business and what was the process for that like? Yeah, so honestly, for me, it was pretty easy. I'm not going to lie. Um, I've always been pretty tech savvy. So I've, I know how to use social media and create those pages. I made my own logo and I also made my own website and figured out how to work around the website to include other things um, for the ordering process and stuff. Um, and yeah, it was just, I don't know. I, I just felt like that was my creative time was during COVID and I was sitting around trying to think of the name of my business um, because I wanted it to be a business and I was just thinking of um, like something to do with pets or um, painting. And I ended up thinking of Pablo Picasso. He was an artist back in the day. And um, I thought it would be cute to kind of use his name and use pets along with it because that's what I specialize in. So that's how Pet Picasso became um, my business. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Well, obviously, you know, there were like some positive things to come out of COVID. And one of that was some time to kind of, I think a lot of people reevaluated their lives and what they wanted to do. So I'm yes. so glad that you found your path. I know. I'm so grateful for it. Absolutely. Well, obviously, um, you mentioned that you quit your job. Is this now what you do full time? Yes. So I do this full time and um, it's not easy. It's not easy at all sometimes, um, but I am thankful I'm able to do it full time. And I just want to be able to um, use this time to be as creative as possible and paint all throughout the week to get more paintings finished. So that's why I am currently full time. Absolutely. And I think that's like super impressive to to be making that work. I know it's super tough out there. So cool. Yes. Yes. Okay. And I like work on the week weekends too. So someday, well, some weekends I work. It's just, it depends, honestly. But yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Obviously, you have to have some time for yourself as well. Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay, great. Well, for anyone who might be interested, what does your order and painting process look like? Yeah, so on my website, I have an order form. And so I always tell my customers to go under the order form and fill it out. Um, it's multiple choice. So it's pretty simple and straightforward. Um, and at the top, it tells my customers the turnaround time of like when they would expect the painting to be completed. Um, so they know that before even placing an order. And so once they fill out the form, um, it'll pop up with a little notification saying, um, please send your pictures of your pet 
to my email address. And so whenever they submit everything, I get a notification on my end saying I got an order and um, I'll contact them through their email or sometimes their phone number if they prefer um, just to talk over like um, what photo to use and which one would be easiest to use for the painting and um, what would look best. And they also have the choice of a background color. So they're able to choose whatever color they want for that. And sometimes they would ask me, like, what do you think would look good? So I'm able to give my own opinion. Um, so we discuss all of that. And then I'll send over, like, the payment information. And um, they'll place their order, pay for that. And, um, yeah, and then they'll wait for how many months I'm booked out until and I always update them throughout the process and let them know whenever I'm about to start on their painting and whenever I have it complete I'll send them a final photo when it's finished and um before I ship it out so everything looks good to them okay awesome so you get multiple photos do you paint an exact like um I guess pose that they are in one photo or do you work with um, multiple and kind of choose from there? So I always work off of one. If there's something that they want me to change, for example, if the ears are down and they want me to paint them where they're like perked up, then I have them send over photos that show that. And so I can kind of rearrange everything and sketch out how it's supposed to be. Um, but yeah, I usually just work off of the one photo. Okay, great. Yeah, that makes sense. And obviously, without meeting the animal, I'm sure it's easier to like, to work on <laughs> yeah. an exact photo than try to guess how they would act. Yes, I know. Sometimes um, they're like, um, can you do this and that? And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what your pet looks like. I need as many photos as possible. I'm not like a magician over here. Yeah, so, yeah, that is kind of funny. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm sure you, like trying to capture personality and everything. That's a whole, whole nother challenge. Right, right. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm curious, how do you feel you make a difference in your industry? Oh, gosh. Well, for one, I know how much everyone loves their pets. Like, they're basically family to us. Um, and I'll receive, like, messages or comments on my paintings where people say how much joy it brings them seeing, like, my TikTok videos and my other posts I, um, I post on it instagram about my paintings and um also like i know how devastating it is to lose a pet too i've been through that and there's um so many ways you can honor your pet or have something to treasure um forever and i know that my paintings do that for people and um most of them actually most of the paintings that i do paint are paintings of people's pets that I've passed and um, I feel so honored that they come to me and they want me to paint this special portrait of them that captures their personality and um, just a way for them to remember their pet forever and um, also I feel like I'm making a difference in like the artist and in industry because I'll have artists reach out to me or just other people that follow me and they tell me how inspired they are by my work. And it just makes me feel so good and so happy to hear that from other artists and other people who want to start getting back into art or start trying to paint. And um, it's just like such a rewarding feeling. Absolutely. For sure. 
I'm glad that you get that like direct feedback. And I know that is like yes. the saddest part about having pets is like, they're like your family, but they don't live as long as you. And and so I think that that's just incredible that you can kind of memorialize that a little. Yes, it's definitely rewarding for sure. Absolutely. Okay, well, I'm, I know you've done so many at this point, so it's going to be very hard to choose, but what has been your favorite piece to paint so far? Yes, so I feel like all of my paintings are my favorite, but um, there's a couple that really stand out to me. So I don't know if you know this, but I actually am able to incorporate um, the ashes of the pet that have been cremated um, into my paintings. So I've had two of those um, before. The first one was actually um, from a lady in Australia. Her dog had passed away and she was the first one to reach out and was like, hey, do you um, incorporate ashes into paintings? And I was like, uh, maybe like I could try <laughs> if you wanted me to. I've never done that before. And so um, she was like, oh, my gosh, I would love for you to try and do that. And I told her, you know, look, I won't charge you any extra since this is my first time. Um, I am so willing to do this. I think this is such an awesome opportunity. And um, she was like, all right, great. So I'll ship the ashes all the way over to the United States and um, have you do that. And so she did. And I ended up painting a portrait with ashes in it. Um, and the ashes are actually a little bit harder to work with. And thankfully, her dog, um, dog's fur was black. So you could see like a little bit of the ashes. I mean, it wasn't like super dramatic, but um, it was definitely super special to do that for her. And so after that painting, I posted a TikTok of it and showed the process of incorporating ashes and let everyone know that I did that. And so that one blew up and everybody was like, oh my gosh, can you incorporate ashes into my painting of my pet? And um, I had another one that I did a year later with ashes. And um, the story behind that one was just the sweetest. Um, the dog was actually deaf and meant so much to the owner. And um, it was just so special to be able to do that for her too. So those are by far my top favorites. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow. That's incredible. I did not know that you could do that. Is it? Yeah. So how does it work? Do you mix it with the paint beforehand or do you apply it after? Yes. Yeah, so um, I mix it with the paint. So it's definitely separate from the palette that I use. I wouldn't want any other like ashes incorporated into the other colors. But um, usually I do like a base of the paint and ashes mixture down first and then I'll paint on top of that. Um, to make the details and everything. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a little bit harder to work with just because it's rough and um, I'd never done that before. So it's just a whole different ball game for me. I'm sure. I'm sure that it, it just the even the thought of it makes such a difference though, just knowing that it is incorporated. Um, right. The, everyone is going to be so impressed. That's That's so cool. I did not, I've never heard of that. So yeah, yeah. I never heard of that either until I did it. <laughs> you kind of have to take a risk and it turned out really great. So I was happy about it. Absolutely. Okay, awesome. Well, do you have anything you're currently working on that you're excited about and want to share a little bit? 
Yeah, so actually I'm trying to get through all of my last few paintings of the year. Christmas is usually my busiest time because they always want gifts and they make great gifts. So people order with me um, to give gifts for Christmas. So I'm finishing up those, but I'm also, I, I can't really announce it, but I have certain ideas like of what I want to do next year. I have a few things that I have to work on pretty soon in order to fulfill that next year. So, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely working on new things, but I okay, can't really so announce that yet. Tuned. <laughs> yes. Yeah, stay tuned for that. <laughs> okay. On that note, how can people find you in your artwork and make sure they're keeping up with all the new, all the new things? Yeah. So, um, everyone can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, um, under Pet Picasso Designs. And, TikTok has my most followers, um, but I definitely would love if everybody followed my Instagram too. Um, Facebook as well, if, you know, anybody wants to follow me on Facebook is not as popular, <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sure that there's a lot more of like the older generation who would be interested, but just haven't found it yet. So hopefully, right. hopefully that'll blow up. Yes, for sure. Okay, awesome. Well, why don't we go ahead and take a little break here and we'll come back and talk some more. All right, sounds good. Hi, everybody. We're back with Natalie Vale, owner and artist behind Pet Picasso Designs, and we're going to keep talking about her work. So I'm curious, what do you value most about your work? Yeah, so I love how much joy my paintings bring to others and also myself, but also I love the instant gratification I receive from others. Um, I have the best customers in the world <laughs> and followers and um it's so amazing how my customers are wanting to wait like four to five months out because that's how booked out I usually am and the fact that they're willing to wait that long for a piece of art for me is truly amazing and I'm so blessed <laughs> absolutely do people ever reach back out to you after they receive their paintings oh for sure though um I always let them know if they would like to re leave a review on Google, they can, or um, if they take any photos of their painting to let me know and I'll like reshare on my social media pages. But most of them do reach back out and some of them send videos of them opening up the painting. And that really uh -huh. like touches my heart because it definitely goes to show like they're so appreciative of what I do and it makes me love what I do even more. Yeah, that's so sweet. Especially, I'm sure if it's a gift, those are just the best videos ever. Yes. And like they open it up and they start crying and I'm over here on my side crying. About <laughs> and I'm like, mom, look, this is so sweet. And we're like all crying. It's so funny, <laughs> but so sweet at the same time. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay, well, not to, I feel now I'm like bringing it down a little, but <laughs> no, no. <laughs> what are some of the greatest challenges you face in your job? Okay, well, for one, it's definitely hard being a one person business. Um, I'm having to literally do everything like I paint for one, I um, have to market everything and keep up with all of my social media pages and um, make sure I'm posting enough content. And then I also have to ship out my paintings. So I do all of that. And I have to respond back to emails and all of my customers. So it's definitely a challenge there being one person. And, um, you know, some people have like other people helping them out with their social media, but it's just me. And, um, you know, I love what I do. So it's not really 
it's not really a burden at all. I actually enjoy being a one person business. Um, so that's definitely a challenge. And then um, another challenge is definitely burnout. Sometimes I feel like now that painting is my job, it's not as much as a hobby as it used to be, because I could paint what I wanted. And um, now I'm having to stay on time with when I'm supposed to be getting all of my paintings complete each month. And sometimes I just don't feel like painting some days. It's hard um, to stay motivated when I have a lot to do or I just have a lot going on um, with other things outside of painting. Um, so that can be challenging for sure. And also another challenge is where I have slow periods of getting orders and um, good months of getting orders. And as an artist, you know, you just have to keep going and not be discouraged. I totally can see that. And there's a reason that it's you're able to make this your full-time job because it's so much work. So I right. can totally <laughs> see getting burnt out by that. Have you thought about expanding your business at all? Maybe like hiring someone to take over parts at all? Or is that maybe a future thing? Um, Maybe in the future. I am just like a perfectionist. It's a bad quality to have. But <laughs> I love when I'm in charge of my own thing. Um, I, It would be hard to teach somebody to honestly paint like I wouldn't probably hire anybody to paint for me just because that is my art um maybe for social media one day if things start getting out of hand for myself but that that's a possibility and um also another challenge I just thought of um is when people go to place an order with me and I get so excited because I'm like oh yeah in order um I love when I get orders but then they go through with the whole process and they don't respond back to me at all. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I don't have an order anymore. It's kind of sad. It's like, well, what happened? But um, there's many reasons of why like people change their mind or, you know, can't afford it at the time. But that that can be a little bit discouraging too. <laughs> Absolutely. Because they don't pay right away, correct? So whenever they go to place an order, it's up front at the moment like I'm not doing down payments is all up front so it can be a lot for one person to have to pay all of that up front um so maybe that's why they end up backing out or something you know mm -hmm. you never know yeah I definitely can see that and it's not a straightforward um constant income so I can totally see that being challenging yes for sure Okay, well, obviously, I'm sure that there's lots of different misconceptions about both of these, but what is just one common misconception about your business or just the industry in general that you'd like to address? Yeah, so um, this is a touchy one because I feel like a lot of people see um, artists as like not a real career, um, which is kind of disappointing because I think that we need artists in this world. It's a skill and if you know, we didn't have artists, we wouldn't have beautiful art hanging up or, um, you know, illustrations and children's books and all sorts of stuff. So I think that people just think of art or an artist as like, um, you know, not a real job. So that's definitely hard. Um, but, you know, everybody's got to have a certain skill and everybody is made for a certain job. So I think that 
nobody should um, put artists down and say it's not a real job when it is. It's definitely a hard working job. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think a lot of that just comes from people don't realize how much work goes into it. So yeah. Hopefully, just even like this podcast will, you know, show and I know your TikToks definitely do show how intensive the process is. So yeah, uh, yeah. I think once people know that, they kind of understand how much work goes into it and how it is a full time career. Right. I need to make a TikTok one day of like a day in my life <laughs> and actually go through the entire painting process because I feel like I get like little snippets here and there of what I do with my paintings but I don't get the real thing and people are like man you make it look so easy and I'm like gosh I, I'm so glad you say that because some days <laughs> I just don't feel like doing this <laughs> yeah I could totally get that well yeah. I'm glad that you touched on that what is one lesson you have learned through your experience so far um all I've got to say is definitely take that risk. If you have um, a dream or a talent, I say go for it because you never know where it can lead you. Um, I had no idea that I would be doing this like in a million years. I thought I would be in the dental field working as a dental assistant for the rest of my life and come to find out I could actually paint. I decided to paint one day and here I am four years later almost and um I'm doing this as my full-time career so I just say don't be afraid to share your talents with the world um because you never know how you could inspire others to by doing that absolutely I think especially today people it's so hard to follow your dreams people are so scared to follow your yeah. dreams. there is a lot of risk but right you know sometimes it's just worth it right and also um you know, if you fail, it doesn't make you a failure. Like, um, honestly, so I never mentioned this, but I quit my job during COVID to work, um, to do this full time. But then I had a slow period um, the next year and I was feeling a little bit burnt out and I decided to go back to work as a dental assistant um, to try it out and see if I liked it again. But um, then my business started to blow up. And I was like, well, darn, I can't like quit my full-time job right now and go back and do this full-time. So it was definitely a hard decision of what to do. And um, at the time, my TikTok wasn't really popping off um, at all. It was a little bit because I had painted for a um, famous influencer named Darcy McQueenie. I don't know if you know who that is, but I painted a pet, pet portrait of her dog and she... Um, actually showed her followers the painting and that's when it started to blow up so I quit my job again and I took that leap of faith I took that risk again to go back and do this full-time a few months later that's when my TikTok went viral and from then on I've been full-time so it's crazy how things happen like that wow yeah thanks for sharing that I think it will definitely like help a lot of people who, to know that it's not a straightforward path. There can be bumps and you can still make it work. Right. For sure. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, we've made it to my cheesy question. So yeah. <laughs> just in whichever direction you'd like, but what is your best tip for making the world a better place? Okay. I love this question. Um, Definitely be kind to everybody and support everyone. Um, 
we need more kind people in this world today, um, for sure. And you never know how one nice comment or one um, order with a small business could literally make that person's day. Um, I know there's so many hateful comments out there on social media. um, And I've had some hateful comments on my stuff too. And, you know, it goes to show like, that's what they're dealing with. They're going through things and they're taking it out on you. It has nothing to do with you. You know, no, not everyone's going to like, you Not everyone's going to like your artwork or whatever you do. But um, I just think that being nice and kind and um, supportive towards everybody is just the best thing you can do. Absolutely. I think that's just a great reminder in general. I know this question can be cheesy, but I think it's so good to just to consciously think about those things sometimes. Um, And it's just a, a good reminder to go about your day. So yes, yes. Okay, awesome. Well, kind of wrapping up a bit, what are some of the biggest things you're looking forward to in the future? So I'm always looking forward to my next paintings I have to do and um, being able to show my customers the finished products. I always look forward to that. I'm also looking forward to, um, you know, my new ideas. (laughs) I always come up with new creative ideas um, for like my content or whatever, but I'm excited, excited to put everything into um, action and get my goals and dreams rolling and um hopefully in the next year I'll be able to announce what that is but I can't at the moment like I said earlier (laughs) but yeah no worries no worries we'll have to keep updated and I'll make sure to keep checking your page so that's awesome and I know and obviously I it can seem like your business is pretty straightforward but then there's things there's always room to grow like with the the ashes that's awesome and I'm sure you have oh yeah creative ideas coming your way so yes for sure I do (laughs) I'm always thinking of new ideas (laughs) of course okay great well what is the best way for our listeners to support you so you can definitely support me by following my social media like Instagram Facebook and TikTok and you can also support me by you know saying nice things underneath my TikToks or um, my Instagram posts. And also, if you want to place a custom pet portrait order with me, um, that would mean the world to me. And that's a great way to support me, too. Okay, great. And can you um, plug your website real quick as well? Yeah, so it's um, www.petpicassodesigns.com. So, yeah. Okay, great. And we'll make sure to include that in the links and everything along with the podcast but is there anything else you'd like our audience to know that I haven't thought to ask you well I'm trying to think I think we covered everything that um I wanted to I also I don't know if you know this but I partnered with mug root beer it's um so so, okay story time I'll give you another story time (laughs) since um you answered everything or you asked me everything else but so this was actually last year right after my TikTok went viral and I had um mug root beer which is a soda company reach out to me and they were in the subject it was like pay partnership and I was like is this a scam I'm so confused (laughs) so I went to click on the email and come to find out they wanted me to paint um, like their mascot, it's a dog. So they sent me a photo of, um, their mascot and it was just the head of it. And so 
I was able to paint it and they wanted me to make a TikTok ad out, out of it and um, create content to advertise them. And so that one helped my business too. Um, I don't know, many people don't know about that either, but that was a cool opportunity that um, really helped my business out. So, Oh, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> awesome. Is there, can people find um, the paintings you made for that? Yeah, so I have um, the mug root beer painting pinned on top of my Instagram page. So that's like the first thing you'll see. And also on my TikTok, um, in the little like titles, you have like different um, sections for like, I don't know how to word that. Like on TikTok, you'll see at the top, it says mug root beer and you can click on that and it'll show the TikTok ad for it. So, yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, obviously, there's lots of opportunities out there. Hopefully, you can get more partnerships like that. That is so cool. And I have yeah. never heard of that either. So, yeah, there's um, different things that some people don't know, but I like to share it just to inspire others for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it gives a lot of good ideas. So, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that we can continue to support you and I'm excited thank to you. see what you do in the future. Thank you so much for having me. This was so like special to me. You have no idea. Um, oh. I've always listened to podcasts. Like I'm constantly listening to podcasts every day while I'm working. And the fact that I'm even on a podcast is crazy. So thank you for having me. <laughs> of course. Absolutely. It's been so much fun. such an inspiring interview. I learned so much and I hope you did too. If you were moved as much as I was and want to support this amazing organization, please visit our website at theanimallawfirm.com and check out our merch page as all profits from merchandise go towards supporting the guests on the show or follow the links to donate to this organization directly. If you want to support the podcast, please share us on social media and give us a five-star review. Anything helps. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, fellow underdogs.